This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very special episode of the BCP, brought to you by our shameless promo friends over at Funkenstein Wrestling Superstore, located in Englishtown, New Jersey. Guys, visit the flea market, Blue Building, Englishtown, New Jersey, 8 to 3, Saturday and Sunday. Visit Dan, visit Heather, get your X-Men, G.I. Joes, wrestling figures, championship belts, micro brawlers, so much stuff. Our literal favorite store, probably half the stuff on the wall here is from Funkenstein. Guys, check them out, Englishtown, New Jersey, or online on ebay.com. Shameless promo. We're paying the bills. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show first. She is your current reigning and defending, I'm being impartial here, goddesses of war champion, Miss Amanda Fuentes. Amanda, welcome in. How are you? Oh, thank you. How are you, Rob? I am, I am impartial. I will say congratulations. You did win that championship uh, under some... Uh, Last minute changes. You are now the Goddesses of War champion. We'll talk about that in, in a little bit. How, but how's everything going? Uh, were you down in Florida? I'm down in Florida. Yes, I was uh, up in New York for two months and gave me the chance to bring home this baby. So, um, you know, I'm here now and getting ready to kick things off. And it's not over. I'm just getting fired up. Oh, boy. Yeah. And we saw you get fired up in the ring uh, at our last event. And I was sure to keep my distance from you. I will stay on the other side of the table, far, far away uh, from the Goddesses of War champion. And please welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. I should say, you know him as the head honcho over at Damage 365 Promotions. He may have some other titles after this podcast we'll talk about in, the, in a little bit. And the man who is responsible for bringing in Miss Fuentes into the goddesses realm please welcome back to the show mr kevin nasa how are you sir well it's about freaking time you had there me back is. on this show i mean i literally i had to like i mean i had to like bribe you insult you insult kimmy um hide <laughs> kimmy for, for a week so she wouldn't be on the show you thought like you would have filled me in you know took her place that didn't work so i had to produce a champion to finally get back on the bob culture hmm. podcast that's just unacceptable but to answer your question i'm doing freaking fine rob <laughs> yeah I, I could tell a lot of good news coming for you we'll talk about that in a little bit but let's not bury the lead here ladies and gentlemen amanda you are the goddesses of war champion tell us what that was like for you going through that roller coaster that day obviously you're supposed to face riley now you are fighting for that vacant championship and get well soon riley shepherd against Becca Wiley in her second ever match and the very experienced Gabby Gilbert. You come out victorious. What was that roller coaster like for you? It was, uh, I'm still angry at that match with Riley and, you know, I, I wish her nothing but the best. And I, and I hope she recovers quickly because I will have a match against her down the road. Wow. I have not forgotten. I will not let that go. Um, but the turmoil of what I was fed in the ring you know, I mean, Gabby is a hell of a veteran and, and Becca is up and coming and, you know, she definitely has great potential. But are you kidding me? It just made it super easy. 
and the emotion and the emotion was incredible. And like what you said, Rob, NASA produced a hell of a champion and I am it. Wow. I mean, what a statement, what a debut at uh, Titan Championship Wrestling. Now your goddesses of war champion. And, and Amanda, I'll ask you this again, being very impartial here, calling it down the middle like I always do. Um, obviously, uh, you know, I, I approached the ring after the match. Uh, I stayed out of the ring. I, I just want to point that out. I, I was trying to be very respectful. I did not mean to interrupt your celebration whatsoever. Uh, I was on the phone with the vicious one. I told her what was going on. Uh, she's, she's got a hit list. You know, Riley was on the, on that hit list. Uh, she's back from an injury. She wants to reclaim all six belts. That goddess is a war championship. I think that's number one for her. She had some words for you. Your, your thoughts on that message from the vicious one. Well, I don't know how vicious she could possibly be considering the fact that she used you as the pawn to address me. If she truly wanted to get at me, she should have just been there, but she wasn't. So she had to use poor little Rob to do her dirty work. And that list is a joke. She has her work cut out for her on September 17th, that's for sure. So I'm ready whenever she is, if she can handle it. Wow. Wow. I'll, uh, I'll leave it at this. We'll see what happens after that match. You are taking on the Vicious One September 17th at our next event. Guys, tickets are available now. Shameless promo. We'll see what happens. Kevin, what was it like for you? You're bringing in the new champ. You knew she was going to win, didn't you? Well, I mean, look, I couldn't have wrote it any better. And um, uh, I actually didn't write it. So, But the bottom line is Gabby Gilbert is a very, very credible, um, relevant veteran in uh, the women's division and uh, all over the Northeast. Uh, Beck is very young, up and coming. She showed a lot of promise. She showed me a lot when we brought Rosemary in to do a seminar and she worked, you know, side by side with her. And so, you know, for Becca, it kind of was like the David and Goliath match for her. So, you know, this, this was a good teaching for, for Becca, you know, to be pushed right into the forefront of a championship and being the super underdog and you know she held her own and that gives her tons and tons of confidence going forward you know gabby already has the confidence she didn't you know she didn't need the championship match uh, because she is who she is you know you know amanda went in there expecting to wrestle riley shepherd you know things happen with riley you know everybody knows that uh d365 loves riley shepherd and she's our favorite geek and um you know, things happen for a reason, you know, cards fall, whatever cliches you want to, you know, use. Uh, Amanda stepped in and she did what she's been trained to do. And that is uh, dominate everybody in her path. And, uh, you know, she walked out with the championship. Um, you know, like you said, you uh, got Vicky on the phone and um, stayed uh, on the outside of the ring. And, you know, Vicky said what she said, which is, you know what, this is this is great. You know, this is great going forward because now I get to look forward uh, to working with Vicky and working with Amanda and working with all the current and up and coming goddesses of war wrestlers. And, um, you know, I'm not I don't, I'm not going to say, look, you know, it's great. Yeah, I, I, I got Amanda to booking. I pushed it to the forefront. She did her job. She won the t- title, you know. It was just, you know, right time, right place for her. 
it was the perfect pairing. It, it, it just worked out great. You know, going forward, Amanda is Amanda. She's got to do what she does. She's got to go forward. You know, like you said about being impartial, I have to be impartial because I have to put shows together and I can't be favoring one or the other. So, um, you know, and I have total confidence that Amanda is going to hold her own. I have total confidence that Vicky is going to give her a fight of the lifetime. And I have confidence that the uh, Goddess of War women's division is going to be the top women's division in the Northeast of all wrestling. That's it. And not to bury the lead here, but you you've, you kind of mentioned it, sir. You are now uh, the, the guy in charge over at Goddesses. I'm going to read the official press release as of this recording today, Monday, August 8th, official press release from Titan Championship Wrestling. This is breaking news from the Office of Titan Championship Wrestling and Goddesses of War. We're pleased and excited to announce that Kevin S. Nasta of Damage 365 Promotions Shameless Promo will now be serving as head writer and booking agent for all Goddesses of War wrestling shows. And a lot of kind words, guys. You can check out the press release on the Titan Championship Wrestling site. Kevin, what does this uh, promotion upgrade, this opportunity mean to you? Um, this is it's a big opportunity for me because I get to uh, showcase what I've been doing for the past decade, and that is... Uh, pushing and promoting the best of the best in women's wrestling to the forefront. And this is before everybody, you know, you know, became a household name. You know, it's very easy to book, you know, Lita. It's very easy to book uh, Jordan Grace, you know, or somebody who's on TV being dominant or just, just being on TV in general. Um, but how many can say that they were booking Jordan Grace when she was 17 years old and she was wrestling out of Texas before anybody knew who she was or Thunder Rosa, who was wrestling out of Oakland, California, and I brought her to the East Coast for the first time or wrestlers like current NWA Women's Champion Camille when I was booking her when she was Camilla Kane wrestling, um, you know, down south, you know, Diana Perrazzo, Aja Pereira. Uh, current WWE referee Jessica Carr when she was uh, Kennedy Brink. I mean, uh, I've I've booked, I've interviewed, I've promoted uh, all these girls because you know I saw something in them, and I wanted everybody else to see this that I saw, and uh, you know bringing them to to conventions and fan fest, having them network, meeting fans, meeting other promoters, other vendors, meeting show promoters. You know, just interacting with tons and tons of people that I might not have had the opportunity to do if they would have just stayed in their comfort zone. So this is what I want to do with goddesses. You know, yeah, I can go around and I can book the same old girls from the state of New Jersey and the state of New York uh, and, you know, Pennsylvania that everybody else books. I mean, yeah, we're going to book them, but that's not the faces that you're only going to see. You're going to see the best of the best that women's wrestling has to offer of not just the United States, but all of the world, I'm going to have no problem bringing people in from the UK, people in from Canada, things like that. We're going to see women's wrestling at its highest form. And we're going to be seeing that very, very soon in 2023. Love it. Very well said. And uh, we've always been big proponents of the women's wrestling here on the, on the BCP. And it's just on another level right now. Thanks to who you mentioned Thunder Rose and a lot of other uh, trailblazers and amazing women 
in this business. Speaking of amazing women in this business right now, Amanda, you are the current reigning and defending goddesses of war champion. I mean, how did you link up with Kevin? How did this happen? Because I know a lot of, you know, like he was saying, the Northeast talent. Um, I don't know a lot of like the California and Florida and Florida's probably a great place to be for wrestling. How'd you link up with Kevin champ? Um, well, I've actually, I've known Kevin for a long time. Um, and, uh, it just, you know, I was very fresh in the business starting three years ago. Um, you know, I was trained by Isaiah Wolf in the very beginning. And then oh. I, yeah. And then I ended up training with Damian Adams for a little bit out in New Jersey before I moved to Florida last year. Okay. And now of course I am with Devon, um, training oh, there and it's, and it's, yeah. yeah, it's been, it's been a hell of a ride. And, um, so I've known Kevin for a lot uh a long time and i know what he can do i know what he's capable of in terms of advocating for talent especially in the northeast and on the west coast and down south and um i would nag him from time to time and you know just joking around we would talk about all kinds of things and i would say you know one day I'm going to be on your list of talent. You'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Whatever, you know, and uh, joking. And here we are three years later and it actually happened. And, you know, cause Kevin believed in me and, you know, and it's not just for me, it's for all the up and coming women in the business out there. It's, you know, all it takes is one person to believe in you and, and that's it. And now it's, you know, it, I've had a slew of support that I'm totally grateful for. Um, I couldn't thank everybody enough and, you know, I'm the champion, but I had to, I didn't just walk in there and here you go. Here's the belt, Amanda. No, I worked my ass off up to this point and I had to, because I've had to prove to, uh, others, other wrestling talent, but also prove to myself that I am capable and that I have what it takes to be a woman's champion. And I did it. And it doesn't stop here. As a champion, I have to now work twice as hard, even more so to keep this and going forward in my career. It doesn't get easier. It gets harder. And I think that's something that a lot of people um, misunderstand. They think, oh, because you're a champion, you can do whatever you want now. No. Yeah, there are royalties and benefits that come along with it, but it gets harder. It doesn't get easier. Yeah, there's a target on your back. Uh, you know that right now. And I don't think that Goddesses of War Championship's ever been to Florida. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, you say you're training uh, at yeah. Team 3D with Devon. How long have you been over there at uh, Team 3D? I have been I have been there going on a year now. So oh, cool. because I, yeah, I moved to Florida last summer. And then um, I took some time off because I was I was trying to find a reputable place to continue my training. And everybody was telling me, Amanda, just go to Devon already. Just go, That's just awesome. go, just go. Yeah. And uh, I love it. It's it's been an incredible journey. Um, it's intense, but I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Did you train with uh, Serpentico John Cruz at all or was he gone uh, by that time? No, th no, they're gone by the time I got there. But their pictures are on the wall at the school. Very cool. And I'm sure yours yeah. will be on there one day, too, now that you're the goddesses of war champion. Uh, Kev, I want to throw it back to you, man, um, because I am appreciative of you uh, bringing a lot of this talent that uh, we see outside of just the Northeast. And you're always supporting the Northeast town as well. Uh, what do you look for when you're looking for like a talent that like, for instance, Thunder Rosa? You're like, I mean, first of all, hardest worker in the room, still just doing so much for the independence, for women's wrestling and the community at large. I mean, for instance, like Thunder Rosa, like what did you see in her? Like what made you know, like, hey, she's going to be the next big thing. And what do you see when, when you're finding some of the best women in wrestling right now? 
the main focus is um, to kind of see what you're dealing with in your uh, demographic area. So I was watching a lot of independent wrestling in the New York, New Jersey areas and, um, you know, watching their work, watching their promos, uh, listening to their promos between shows, beefing up the, uh, the next show, things like that. And then I would just go to YouTube and I would just watch other people's work. And I just, Thunder Rosa, her, her promo work was just, it just stuck out. I mean, she was like, she was telling a story and you were hooked on every word that she was saying and you believed everything that came out of her mouth. It didn't matter if she was a heel or she was face, you, you believed what she was saying. And, um, and then when you finally get to see the work, uh, like you said, she's she's one of the hardest driven. Uh, forget about just females. She's one of the hardest working wrestlers in all of the business. Um, you know, she's she's starred for every you know major company outside of uh, WWE, and she's carried the flag for each of those companies. And um, you know, you can tell just not on her. You know, promos. Yes, in the ring, great, just stud in the ring but just look at how she carries herself she is a, a physical phenomenon she is just a you know a freak of nature when when you look at her you know you can play checkers on her stomach i mean it's just hmm. insanity okay she is the most loyal person that you can be around you know if you treat her with the respect and she's a very loyal person and she's always been loyal to us and I, I base pretty much everything off of her now. So like when I see other people and I'm like, all right, well, how does this compare to Thunder Rosa? And that's kind of where I go now. It's, you know, I, I put Thunder Rosa at the top of, of my pyramid and then I just follow down the pyramid to see, you know, who is working their way up, you know, to her level. And, you know, the, like I mentioned a bunch of people earlier, I mean, look, everybody's, everybody's, Everybody's different. You know, everybody's training's different. Everybody's um, trip is different. Their journey is different. Uh, no two journeys are the same. And the way they got there shouldn't be compared, meaning just because somebody trained for three years and, you know, signed a major deal and she's, you know, she or he is a superstar, but yet it took somebody else six years to gain that it doesn't matter. Everybody gets there at different speeds. It, it's, you know, compare you're a baseball fan. Um, sometimes ba- uh, prospects spend two or three years in the minors and boom, they're in the major leagues doing their thing. And it, sometimes it takes six, seven years and they wound up being a 28 year old, 29 year old rookie. And you know what? It doesn't matter. It's not, it's, it's, it's not how fast you get to the point. It's doing it the right way. And Nobody can knock Amanda. You know, she has done what she needed to do. You know, she wasn't happy in one place. She moved on while she's in New York. She makes sure that she trains here. I mean, she could very easily just come to New York for a couple of months and say, you know what? I'm on, I'm, I'm on family time. I'm on vacation. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not worrying about work. So I'm just going to, you know, do my thing while I'm in New York, you know? But no, she's like, I'm going to go drive into Jersey and I'm going to go train with Damian Adams, who has a very big track record of, you know, of, um, you know, putting superstars on TV like Deanna Perrazzo being one of them, you know. So 
she doesn't take, she's not taking the time off. You know, she's taking the time and dedicating to training. And then when she goes home, she's training at Devon's, you know, she only started a couple years ago. She's a lot older than most wrestlers that she's probably going to get in the ring with, but it, it doesn't matter because at the bottom line is she's done the necessary steps to get to where she wants to be. And it doesn't matter how long it takes her to get there. As long as at the end of the road, she's happy with the journey. Very, very well said. And Amanda, I want to ask you this. And the guys, again, uh, shameless promo. Amanda is defending her Goddesses War Championship against the Vicious One. Our last event was crazy. We saw so many title changes. It's going to be a very interesting day uh, causing damage. Mr. Nassau will be on commentary. We'll talk about that in a bit. But Amanda, I want to ask you this, um, not to be cliche here, but did you grow up watching uh, the business, watching the product on television? Were there uh, ladies or, or men that you gravitated towards that uh, inspired you or still inspire you? Oh, I, um, yeah, I did. Here comes I the Roman wrestling during. <laughs> oh, it's like that. Oh, Listen, boy. Listen, let me tell oh, okay. you something. <laughs> We're not going to go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> um yes i grew up watching wrestling uh mainly during the attitude era that was you know my time period as a kid as a teenager growing up and uh i loved china like that was my girl you know just watching her do her thing in there you know a woman of size and stamina and and just you know doing it and she became the face of the company as this you know this goliath kind of like the david and goliath scenario and you know, I just, I, I gravitated to that. I think as I got older, you know, you know, you have a kid and, and you get into your career with school and other things and life takes over. It went on the back burner. Like I honestly didn't think about pursuing this at all. It wasn't really in my mind. And then, and, you know, a, a few years back I had, you know, life hits you and I was dealing with health issues with my mother and whatnot. And so I needed a distraction. I started doing CrossFit, which I still do once in a while, but now I just do a lot of intense training at the gym and um, I wanted something more. So I said, you know what, let me try wrestling. I really didn't think it would ever get this far. I didn't think past the fact that I'm just going to learn how it works, learn a couple of techniques and here and there, something to do and call it a day. And here we are three years later, you know, I am the woman's champion. But, you know, I and now I now that I've had to do my homework, I've had to study matches. Um, I love studying Bull Meccano, you know, an, another woman of that size and stature. And um, it's storytelling. You know, I'm not one of those people that's going to go flying 50 feet off the top rope. I mean, I commend those that do it. <laughs> God bless you. I, you ain't not, no, <laughs> you know, it's uh, I throw people around. That's my job. So, you know, I, um, it's, uh, I love wrestling and I, and I've realized now how much of, it's almost like it's an art that can quickly be forgotten if it doesn't continue. And if it doesn't continue to progress and it's, it's just amazing, just storytelling and, and how things come together. And when you truly have feuds with your opponent in the ring and how things get serious, once the bell rings, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, it's totally different. My mindset has changed completely from when I first started in the very beginning. And it's, you know, you can't, wrestling is not a hobby. It, it can be for some people, but it isn't for me. This is, this is part of my life. This is my job. 
you know, and uh, I continue to work at it. And yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, like you just said, you have the gold around your shoulder down in Florida uh, again, taking on the vicious one. So we shall see what happens. And I appreciate you being civil with me. I appreciate you guys being 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 cool. It was a, a little bit uh, awkward. Well, here's, gonna ha- here's what's going to happen with that. I'm going to retain on September 17th. You're going to stay behind the ropes and oh. Vicky is going to attempt to use you as the pawn. And Roman Reigns is fine. Nasta, go, go, go eat pizza or something. Oh, Acknowledge God. your female chief. Yes, that's right. Acknowledge me. Anyway, I mean, be, come on. Being important. First of all, Rob's not even going to be at the show. Being he's, he's, you know, some he's got some wedding that's more important. One than, of my um, best friends. Oh, in the world. So another de- another deflection because oh, he's afraid to face me. I get it. Tell okay. your friend to reschedule. I mean, come on, bro. It's his. Anyway, it's his wedding. And again, and and I'm. <laughs> I am staying far away from both you ladies. I'll put it that way. I'm staying far away from both of you. Um, shameless promo guys again, causing damage Saturday, September 17th. Get your tickets now. And speaking of shameless promo, uh, Kevin, I want to ask you about this. We got an event coming up end of the month. It's a little something called Wrestle Bash. Uh, you're bringing in some of the ladies. Let's tell everyone about that. Uh, maybe the BCP table will be there. We'll see what happens. Get some content. Yeah, so it is at uh, August 20th, Parsippany, New Jersey. Um, Asylum is running a show called Wrestle Bash, and uh, Damage 365 Promotions will have three tables there, consisting of some awesome current and former talent. Uh, the list uh, includes current AEW talent Nyla Rose, Sonny Kiss, current Impact uh, superstar Tasha Steeles. Love Tasha. <laughs> uh, former ECW star Jasmine St. Clair. And we'll also be welcoming in uh, Riley Shepard as, uh, as long as uh, she can make it there due to her health. And uh, WWE Hall of Famer and um, trainer out in Gleason's Gym in Brooklyn, New York, Johnny Rods. Oh, wow. Really? That's awesome. Oh, very cool. That, hmm. That's it. I, I would like to speak to him for a few minutes because I know a lot of people that, 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 uh, train under him. Very interesting. That's interesting. Uh, and Kevin, I want to ask you this one, man. Obviously, we, we talked about it a little bit, dude. Um, you know, you're jumping, you're jumping on that commentary table. You're going to be completely impartial. I already know it. Um, sure. No, God, you and Alphonse. Oh, gosh. I'm a, he's going to be rooting for me because he knows I'm going to retain. Oh, look, I'm all I'm only on color commentary, so I'm just going to be there to drop in, you know, the dynamite drop ins, you know, just uh, I'm not going to be calling the match. You know, I'm not going to be calling the match. I'm just going to I'm, I'm just going to be there to supply the Bobby Heenan esque Jerry Lawler esque dynamite drop ins. Super. Can't can't wait. Um, and um, Amanda, not not to be, uh, you know, on your back a little bit here, but there are going to be some of the best women in the Northeast in the building as well. Uh, Adina Steele, who's really just been making a name for herself here in the Northeast. She's been a, a goddess of war for a long time. She's got to be targeted. Uh, you as well. I mean, you got to know going everywhere that there's a target on your belt or on your back, I should say, and your belt. Um, you must be feeling that pressure. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what can I say? Everybody wants to come for the gold. And even if I didn't have the gold, people want to come for me just to come for me. And if they want it, they could have it. But it's not easy. Adidas Steel is uh, definitely up and coming, very reputable. 
Um, Nikki Duke will also be there. I trained with Nikki for a little bit over at Damien's and a uh, uh, great person. Uh, although, you know, I'm not too, I'm not too concerned about her. I'll let Adina take care of her, but um, yeah, you know, it's kind of cool to be a walking target because it's kind of like come and get it and see how well you do type of thing. Yeah, I'm ready life. for it. What? <laughs> welcome wow. to my life. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we can, we can talk about that for another day. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, it's the pressure. You definitely feel the pressure because now as a champion or even, you know, as just reputable talent that is developing eyes are on you constantly and people are watching people are watching you know how you convey yourself how you conduct yourself how you move uh so it goes beyond the pressure goes beyond just what i do in the ring the pressure continues even outside of the ring again uh you know my character how i behave and and things of that nature and and that's what people look at and, you know, it's, and that's where that pressure comes in. And uh, like I said, when you're big in the business or you're up and coming in the business, it only gets harder. It doesn't get easier. Absolutely. Uh, very well said. And Amanda, not to be cliche, but uh, we've seen a lot of our, our friends here in the Northeast uh, really get some accolades and, and live their dream. You know, I came up in the music scene, Asbury Park area, and and I don't know like so many people that that like made it in, in the music business. You know, I know a lot of people that are still doing it and putting out some great music, but in the wrestling business, conversely, I'm seeing a lot of people, people we've had on the show two years ago, even Kevin has mentioned it, uh, the Thunder Roses of the world. Like really they're living their dream on NXT. Um, there's these opportunities on AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation. It's a really good time to not only be a wrestling fan, to, but to be a wrestler in that business. Uh, certainly, that's not lost on you. Um, what goes through your mind uh, when you see all this opportunity? Is that um, and maybe you've had some of these opportunities already? Uh, what goes through your mind when you see all the, this opportunity? Like uh, it, to me, it's amazing to see people capture their dreams, and it's very possible. I, I think about it every day. Um, you know, sometimes I get on Kevin to the point where he's like, can we go a week without talking about wrestling, please? Like, so go sleep. eat something. Go watch TV. Do something. Go to sleep. Okay, I'll, I'll try. I go eat dinner. Oh, by the way, I saw this match on YouTube and I was watching X, Y, and Z. He's like, oh, my Jesus Christ, for the love of God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I do think about it. I do think about those opportunities. And they, they are definitely on my list. Uh, they are absolutely on my list. They are goals that I definitely have in mind. Uh, it's not too late, even though I am older than most people in the business, uh, but there have been people in this business that, you know, they're in their forties and they can go, you know, and, um, and, and that's the mindset that I'm starting to have. That's the positivity and the energy that I'm starting to instill in myself that I may not be 21, but you know, if I work hard, put in the work, anything, anything is absolutely possible, but those goals um, those next level goals are definitely on my list. They are under the radar for me, and I I am working to pursue that. Absolutely. Very well said, champ. And Kevin, same question, man. You're killing it in the promo game. Uh, now you're going to uh, essentially be uh, the head of Goddesses of War. What's the goal for you moving forward? Because as we've seen, there's a lot of opportunity, not only uh, in front of the curtain, but behind the curtain in this business as well. My my goal is to elevate the uh, the company. We had three really good shows back in 2020. 
uh, in the middle of uh, COVID and everything else, a lot of outdoor shows, talent having to wrestle when it was like 9,000 degrees outside. Um, you know, people signing autographs and their photos were curling and the markers were bubbling up because it was so hot. But it was, you know, it was a good launching point. And we had some good crowds. You know, we had a lot of people that were there to sit and watch. We had people sitting in their car watching. Um, it was kind of like a driving movie experience. I compared it to. And uh, we we had some some good, good cards. You know, we had some big talent. You know, big matches, you know, with the um, uh, Holiday Dead uh, Steel Cage match. That was freaking awesome, you know? Um, yeah. It, I mean, stuff like that. But we want to elevate it now. You know, we want to not only build off those three shows, we want to elevate it to where it's a constant force. We don't want to be a, you know, oh, you know, we're going to have a our inaugural kickoff show and it, you know, it draws a couple hundred people and, you know, we're all patting each other on the back and then the next show draws 30. We don't want that. We want to be consistent. We want to reach out to the community and um, we want the community to be involved in, in the company, you know, whether it's schools or recreation centers or academic centers or after school centers, uh, you know, um, uh, boys and girls clubs, YMCA, whatever it is, we want all of them to know that wrestling is going on in their neighborhood and that the girls have just as much of a chance to become pro wrestlers as the boys do. And we want them to come and see their future heroes live and in front of them, you know, for 20 bucks or whatever it is, you know, and we want to have them to, to be able to meet them and, and shake their hands and hug them and take pictures with them. And when we have in February, when we relaunched the brand, we're going to have the D365 Cup, which is going to be a tournament that's going to showcase the, the best of the best in women, women's wrestling. We're also guaranteed that we're going to have a current uh, TV contractual talent at that show in mm. action and we're going to have a two-hour fan fest before the show even starts so the fans get to meet their their heroes or their future heroes and interact with with the talent you know talent sells some t-shirts you know and those little kids are running around all week with you know who knows you know vicious vicky shirts you know holding that's up that's my favorite part is when the, when the six, kids 6.5 you know, it's 7.1, yeah. 8.2, wow. you know, so, um, <laughs> so, but that, that's, that's what it is. It's to put the smile on the fans and then the kids are happy. The parents are happy, which means they're going to be back. And then by word of mouth, they're going to spread that positive to other people. And it's just going to keep a steady rotation of fans coming back. And that's what we want. And if that means we have to do a, a two hour pre-show, you know, where, the fans get to interact with the talent then so be it because you know nobody's doing that you know once in a while somebody does it like once a year but why can't we do it every show why can't we have a little fan fest at the beginning of the show uh where fans could come in and meet their heroes and then sit down and watch a freaking ass kicking show and and experience it every show well it, there's no rules that say we only can do it once a year i don't know why people kind of just rest on the laurels and, and just, you know, like, ah, we'll 
you know, we'll, we'll do a mega show once a year. No, no. Every show should be a mega show because if you treat one show better than the other, then you're kind of showing people that, that you're kind of caring less for the other shows. Now, you want equal caring, equal energy for every show. And that's what we want the women to see. And we want them to understand that, that they're just as important as bringing the customers in because without them, there is no fans. And without, no, without the fans, there's no shows. So it, it goes hand in hand. And we want that. We want the fans. We want schools to show up. We want school buses to be pulling up and little kids piling out and, and just filling out where, whatever building or venue we're in. That's, that's what we want. And that's what the talent wants. What would you rather do? Let me let me put this. We already know what Amanda is going to say. She's a talent. Let me put this in your lap, Rob. You're theoretically speaking, you're a wrestler. Okay, you busted your ass training. You you wrestle every weekend. You wrestle in sweat boxes. You wrestle outside. You know you wrestle for as you say the hot dog and a handshake. You know all that fun stuff. Okay, what would you rather do? Would you rather wrestle in front of 45 people or would you rather wrestle in front of 350 people? I mean, it goes without saying, man. And my favorite part of it is, is hashtag smiles on faces, man. I got to go with the 350, man. And, and especially uh, getting those kids involved. That's what it's all about. Uh, they have the best reactions. They love it. They have the signs. Uh, and when they get to meet the talent, like you said, that's my favorite part. Yeah. I mean, you're putting the smiles on a face. It's the same thing. You know, when I bring talent into conventions and stuff, you know, they walk up to the table and they're like, like, oh my God, I've been, you know, waiting my whole life to meet you. Like, holy cow. I mean, like it doesn't, I'm going to use Eric Bischoff as an example. You know, we bring him in and there's grown men almost crying, like in front of this, this guy, like, oh my God, you know, get my hero. I, I love you. Blah, blah, blah. You know, can you FaceTime with my dad? He loves you. Like, it's just, yeah, I mean, and, and I sit there and I'm and I, I I laugh and I smile and I'm like, this is what it's all about. Yeah, we like to make money, but if I may, I'd rather make money and make people happy than make money and everybody's miserable. Mm -hmm. Because if that was the case, then I would have a Monday through Friday nine to five job where I'd be miserable and still make money. Yeah. And it also sounds like you have an actual business model. So I appreciate that, man. Uh, very, very well said. And thank you for doing that, guys. And thank you guys both for making uh, time uh, to promote the event. Amanda, congratulations on your win. But before we get out of here, we are all about that shameless, shameless self-promotion here on the BCP. Amanda, tell everyone where they can follow you on socials, uh, get the merch, all that good stuff. Um, working on merch. And uh, on Facebook, you can find me, Amanda Fuentes. Um, you will see my profile picture holding this beautiful thing. On Instagram, it is underscore Amazonian413. That is my Instagram. And my Twitter is at Fuentes413. I'm not on Twitter too much. I mainly use Facebook and Instagram. Um, you could definitely follow, follow me on there and find me on there. And uh, merch will be up and coming soon. I, I got to pick uh, Nasta's brain on that one, too, oh, because, God. you know, you he know, it's, it's getting time and he's going to yell at me and tell me to go away and I'll be right back a half hour later anyway. So, I mean, he can't get rid of me even if he tried. It's true. That's it. And thank you, Amanda, for being being kind. Kind of appreciate that. I was a little, little nervous coming on here. Not going to lie. Uh, Mr. Nasta, shameless yeah. promo for you. Uh, obviously, Damage 365. You have the podcast as well. Uh, Wrestle Bash. Uh, anything you want to promote or have people follow you? 
Uh, you can follow everything at d365promotions.com. We are on Twitter at Damage365Radio, Instagram at uh, d 365 underscore promotions uh we're on facebook at damage 365 i mean you can literally just google damage 365 promotions and a four thousand links will pop up um i've I've double checked them none of them are bad so you know just want to make sure but um yeah i mean and uh uh to to double up on uh, your shameless promo also because uh your your sponsor is one of my sponsors um yes i encourage everybody to go out uh one day on a weekend uh, maybe every weekend or maybe every month, every weekend, uh, check out the Funkenstein wrestling superstore in the English town flea market blue building. Um, they're literally half the building and conveniently centered themselves around the great lemonade stand pizza and Mexican food. So it's, uh, can very convenient and you can visit, uh, Heather and Dan and, uh, also a, a, a young man that was in my wedding. Who's very awesome. John Michael, he works there and uh yeah check it check them out funkenstein wrestling superstore because uh they got everything vintage video games freaking uh wrestling stuff magazines uh comic books shit they got everything oh it's, I, it literally literally our favorite store and thank you for saying that um amanda kevin thank you guys so much uh for making the time stay safe out there good luck uh Again, being impartial. Good luck on the 17th, guys. Uh, and continue success moving forward. Thank make, you guys so make much. Make sure Vicky uh, tags uh, Barstool uh, Sports because that might be her saving grace for the 17th. Wow. Wow. All right, All right guys. I don't see a Damage 365 sticker or anything in a back wall, by the way. Okay. I think it's, it, I think we got, we're going to, we're just going to cut. Okay. We're going to get out of here. All right, guys. Bye.